Welcome back to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. I'm your host, Dateline J. Across from me is Ariella Anise. What's good? What up? What up? What up? How it you is, feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. This is track number 57, almost to that 60 mark. I'm so excited of, of, about what we have coming in the future and yes. how many episodes we've been. I think this is only our third episode together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think we gonna, I have a feeling we're going to eclipse the 54 idea without you. I feel like we're going to get way more than 54. Oh, we definitely doing it. Together. Because um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm stuck in L.A. now. Listen, I'm staying here. And you got me. Exactly. I got you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, that's so nice. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you. Um, shout out to everybody that's been uh, holding us down on social media. Yes. Um, and on the iTunes reviews. We are still sitting at 52. I want more. I asked for more. If you guys didn't listen, please. <laughs> Don't yell at Please, them. more reviews. We want more reviews. Listen. Help us out, y'all, because we got y'all. And let us know if y'all want, you know, different topics y'all want heard or whatever the case may be. Here's your opportunity. So make sure y'all go hit up those comment sections. Exactly, exactly. Please leave those reviews so we know how we're doing and so that Ariella knows what you guys think about her. Because yeah. I haven't seen a review about her yet. So I want to see a review about Ariella real soon. We need, to, we need some feedback on her. Listen. I need to know what y'all think. Hopefully positive. <laughs> Hopefully all good things. Hopefully all good things. But, you know, we want to know everything. We just want to know what people think. So please reach out to us on the reviews and also on Instagram and everything. I've been getting a lot of artists, like, trying to DM music. And I actually I haven't shown you. I've, we got, like, a couple of emails from some artists, like, that want us to check out their music. But um, keep sending those. Time is, you know, we don't have that much time to listen to them all right when we get them, but we will, like, filter through that stuff because, uh, you know, we really do appreciate, like, the independent artists. Like, for sure. This is an independent show, mm-hmm. so it's natural <laughs> for us to be, you know, have, be the voice and, and the ears for the independent artists, so please, like, keep up the work. Um, and we can't promise an interview to everybody, but I will promise to at least listen to your music. Definitely. You know, you took the time to send it. And I know a lot of outlets ain't even listening to your shit. So <laughs> well, I'm don't doing like that. But it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> like me, me and you both work in music. We both, you right. know, assist other artists, mm-hmm. you know, in, in like getting their music heard and everything. And like, how often do you send out emails and people just don't respond? Yeah, I get it a lot. A lot. You know what I mean? And that shit is depressing. Like if you're trying yeah. to, if you got a goal, you try to attain and like, the people that are quote unquote the gatekeepers mm. are just not even fucking with you at all. Like not even saying hi back. Like they just right. act like you didn't even say nothing. Right. Um, no matter how many emails you send. So I, I respect the time and the effort and the, the courage yes. that it takes to even uh, reach out to people to get your music heard. So I'll, I'll definitely like respect it enough to listen at least one time. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, what'd you do this weekend? Anything uh, before we get started? Today, uh, today, this weekend was actually kind of plentiful with events. Um, yeah, oh yeah, so you was out. I was. I had a couple. Of, I was trying to invite you out too, but you know we had <laughs> schedule conflicts. I know you was doing some things yourself. Yeah. But yeah, so this past weekend, what we had Chanel West Coast was being honored by Swisher Sweets. That was a dope event. Yeah, you didn't tell me about that. I like Listen. Chanel West Coast. I mean, she whack like as a rapper. But oh my gosh. Her <laughs> no, the song that she debuted was really good though. Like it was. was it really? It's called. I think it's called Nobody. Like it was like okay. I was vibing to it. She had the crowd moving. She's cute to me. I always thought she Listen, was cute. Listen, no, she got a little body on her too though. Word. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, back is she to still music. on ridiculousness? Not to get off on a tangent. Does nah, that still come on? I don't. I'm about to say I don't even think they air right now. I think oh. they just doing reruns if anything. Okay. Okay. But but yeah, the, the event was super dope. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I did uh, uh Drake's dad. He had a video premiere. Yeah, that's what I wanted week. you to say because <laughs> <laughs> you text me. I was at an event you were supposed to come to, and I, I texted you, and I'm like, where you at? And you Say what you texted me. What did you text me? I was like, oh, my Dennis Graham's event, his video premiere event. Those are your, her, her exact words. Legit. And I was like, what the, who 
the fuck is Dennis Graham? Like, like I didn't know who that was. Listen. So I Googled Dennis Graham like a loser because I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want to come across as a nigga that don't know who you're talking right. about. So I'm like, so I think I responded. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then I Googled like, yeah. who the fuck is Dennis Graham? Um, <laughs> you're like, why you didn't just say Drake? <laughs> right. And then I text you back like, oh, Drake daddy? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, why you didn't just say Drake dad? I don't know him as Dennis Graham. Listen. I didn't even know that was a real name. Yes. Oh, my God. You said it like it was somebody I should know. And when, you know, a lot of times, like now, like artists use their full name. It's usually a rapper. Yeah. So I thought this was like some cold ass rapper out of Jersey or something <laughs> that I don't know about. You know, like it just sounded like a nigga from Jersey or Philly or something. So I was yeah, like, Dennis right. Graham, all right, he should probably fire. And then Listen. I took me straight to his Instagram page. I'm like, this Drake pops. <laughs> How was it, though? Was it cool? It was dope. It was dope. So I heard the song before because he, um, he released the song in December. Yeah. So it's been out for a couple of months, and then TMZ had, like, previewed, like, a snippet of the music video. But I didn't know if that was going to be the full video or if he was coming out with something new. It was basically what TMZ had previewed was the video. Yeah. So it was basically just, like, the full uh, video release, official video release. And it was dope. Like, Snoop was there. There was a couple. Um, Snoop would be there. Yeah, he was That there. just seemed like Snoop kind of lied. Listen, he like... <laughs> Well, the vibe of the song was, like, super mellow. Like, it gave me that 90s feel. You know what I'm saying? I was going to ask you, what kind of music is it? It was like, dope. Was like, it was like, yeah, he's like, he's definitely giving us that 90s, that uh, smooth so, R&B. You know what I'm saying? Some Something sexy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Compare it to somebody. <laughs> Current or, like? Yeah, like, who? who uh, who's it like? Like, is it, like, Isley Brothers or is it, like, Tank? It definitely ain't Tank. Okay. It's not Tank. Because Tank is more... He... Eh. He more like new He's not as soulful. He's more like, you know, like... Uh, I, I would say like Dennis... Like Anthony Hamilton? He he did get a little soulful like so Anthony. So it's like... It's I'm like t- a mix. I was I like that Isley, though. It did give me Isley vibes. Because it was like something you could like sway, do a nice little two-step. Got you know it. what I'm saying? Like a... Hey. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? So... It was dope, I've though. I've never heard. I've never it's heard called, the song is called Kind of Crazy. Okay. And he's like, it's kind of crazy. Do it sound like a Drake? Okay. Hey. Like Charlie Charlie Wilson. Is he like Charlie Wilson? Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. And you I like didn't Charlie. even hear the song. Charlie I like, Wilson. I like Charlie Wilson. It was like that. that. It was very if he, soulful. If it's Charlie vibe-y. Wilson vibes, I'll probably mess with yeah. it. Yeah. I'll probably mess with the it. The track is dope. Don't, okay. don't play Drake Daddy like that. <laughs> is this like reverse nepotism? Like usually, <laughs> usually kids get famous off their parents. I know. And now he making his dad famous. Like I know his dad has been a musician for yeah. a while, but no one really like he wasn't. Was on maybe he was in the seventies, eight. I don't know. I never heard of him Same. as an artist like yeah. that. My parents never really put me on the Dennis Graham, but right. Like okay, but what was the fan to... base that was there? Like what was the age? Are these like girls that are like trying to get to Drake? Yeah, like what? Because <laughs> I I remember. I, I forgot what it was. Some interview, I forgot who did it, but they were talking about how like Drake's dad gets girls off of Drake, basically. He do. Like so, if you would have saw the way some of those women were dressed in that event, yeah, like they was definitely trying to. They were they, was trying o- to were see they Drake. older women? Like no, 40s? and like the the crowd was definitely it was a mixed crowd, but for the most part, it was definitely like a lot of people in their late twenties, early or mid twenties, late twenties. So, and then, you know, I, I, yo. Uh, Drake Daddy is getting bitches? Listen. He got a lady, though. He do got a lady. Okay, okay. He but he lady. got group, like, he got groupies. He got some groupies. That's he, crazy. I'll say that. 
That's wild. He got groupies. That's wild. But yeah, the, no, the event was dope. Snoop was there. A couple people from Ballers, uh, yeah. Love and Hip Hop, April Jones. Or, yeah, April Jones was there. Yeah. And also, we was blessed with the fine. presence of the Bishop Don Juan. Oh, Bishop Don Juan he was there. I ain't seen him. Looking fleeky he as to, hell. You used to be able to see him in L.A. Anybody that's from L.A. would know, like, he would just be up and down Crenshaw. Like, you could see Bishop Don Juan pretty much just anywhere. anywhere. Um, back in the, two, the early 2000s and 90s. I haven't seen him in a while. I think I, last time I saw him was in the Fox Hills Mall, like, some years ago around mm. Christmas time. Um, so Don Juan made an appearance. He made an appearance. He was looking fleeky, right. just like Mr. Dennis Graham. What color was the suit? <laughs> it always types of color. He looked like a watermelon. <laughs> he had green. I don't he mean always that. got a green suit on. That's yeah, why. Yeah, it was green. That's why I asked because he always got a green with suit with the hat, on. with the matching hat. His shorty was matching him too. They was looking fleeky as hell. Don Juan always had the green hat with a bunch of gold. Yeah, it had a had, lot of he gold. Had a green. He would always wear a green suit with like a lot of gold accents. Yeah. So all right, so nothing so has he, changed. He ain't lit. He keeping up his persona. You've you seen him once. You've seen him a million times. <laughs> I guess. All right, okay. all right. That's cool. Your weekend was lit. Uh, yeah. This weekend, I I'm trying to remember. I didn't do anything crazy. Well, Mr. Popular. He I didn't. His phone be nah, nah, because it was so busy. I was so busy at the early weeks of Jan- of July mm. that this weekend I kind of chilled. I know I worked Sunday mm. and then Friday, Saturday. I think I just chilled like. Help my mom move. Okay. Did that. And uh, went to Gayukaku with the homegirl. Gayukaku. Yeah, and that's about it. Is that really how you say it? Yeah. They, that's yeah. a nice place, but it's, I never knew really how to say it. I mean, I'm a nigga, so I could be saying it wrong. <laughs> I was always taught to sound it out, and so it, looks like, it looks like guy, it looks like Gayukaku to Gaku? me. Okay. Uh, so okay. I went there, and it was, you know, that's good for Chilling. Like, you know, chilling, just catching up. I feel you. You know. That's it. Nothing major. Nothing all major. Right. Now we're here. We, you know, we had a meeting before this, and I'm excited. I'm definitely I'm excited, excited as well as the listeners. You guys should be very excited because we definitely have a lot coming your way. A lot of original, exclusive content for you guys to stay tuned for. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys, like we said, just stay, you know, stick around, stay tuned. And as always, hit up that review section. Let us know what you want to see. If you want more exclusives, you want people on the show, etc. Let exactly. us know. Exactly. Stay engaged and share it with your friends. Uh, let's get right into these headlines this week. This week, it was kind of a kind of a quiet weekend um, in mm-hmm. hip hop coming off the last weekend where we had like four or five albums. Yeah, drop. a lot of drops. Uh, so this weekend was a little bit, you know, a little bit more quiet. Yeah. Um, we did have one album drop and I want to start with that. We have Vic Mensa finally releasing the autobiography LP. Yes. This has been long awaited. Um, I remember the first time I heard Vic Mensa. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard him um, was actually a video. The video for You Mad mm. featuring Kanye. Mm-hmm. Now, I had heard the name Vic Mensa, but I hadn't heard him rap yet. Okay. Um, so I knew the name first, hadn't heard him rap. But when you got a song with Kanye, I'm going to click it. Yeah. So, uh, it's a big ass co Yeah. Oh. So, I, so I listened to that, and, and that, I became a fan right away. I was like, yo, mm. this song is fire. Like, that that song is still fire to me. Like, I still listen it's to that still shit. Bump. Yeah. That song is hard. Um, and so, I, ever since then, I've been really really interested in knowing and hearing more from Vic Mensa. Mm. Um, you know, and I feel like we never, really, we don't get enough music from him. Um, Not really. You know, I think we had like a, he had a short EP last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what it was called now that I enjoyed it. It had a song, I think it was called 9-11 Shots or something. Nine Shots or 19 Shots. Nine. Something like that. I'll look it up. I gotta look it up. Yeah, but he had a song on there that I really liked about like police brutality and shit. Yeah. And, I just like how 
he's a younger artist, but he's very aware. And he's woke. woke. Yeah. He's definitely woke. And that's one thing um, that I appreciate him about him the most is the fact that he is that conscious rapper. He is somebody that's going to speak about police brutality, talk about, like, on his, on this current album. Like, he talks about, you know, the frustrated black youth. You know what I'm saying? He's covering those topics that people really aren't trying to talk about. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a lot going on. What's the name of the EP? Um, and the song was 16 Shots that I was thinking about. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I like I appreciate that about him because he gives me the old school feel in a sense that it makes me feel like, actually, I'm not going to use that analogy yet because <laughs> I use it when we actually talk about the album, but he does just give me that vibe of, of early 2000s rap, and I love it. Mm. I love it. And, you know, it's something that we don't really get from right. a lot of the newer artists now. Um, and one thing I will say about the newer artists, like, this is probably the most diverse group of artists that mm. we've had from a quote unquote freshman class. Like I still consider him like part of the freshman freshman class in a sense because this is his first LP. Right, it's so, his debut. Yeah, and like Coloring Book was Chance's first LP, even though he called it a mixtape thousand album, bro. Um <laughs> okay. like that freshman class is so diverse, right? So yeah. and, and I know like the people that are in the mainstream are getting all this like publicity really are the ones that I consider whack, right? Mm. Um but there's so much there's such a wider group mm-hmm. to choose from in that people who complain about what's happening in rap just aren't looking for the right you know artists for them because there's there's something there's somebody for everybody i agree you know um so vic mensa is definitely my type of, of rapper in this new age for sure for sure I what about you you remember the first time you heard vic like the, honestly you you yeah the, you already already touched on it that was like legit the first track that i've heard and then i'm not even gonna front like I wasn't really on him like that. Like, I legit started hearing about him, like, when he started buzzing earlier this year. And then, obviously, with this last, I mean, his uh, latest drop right now. Yeah. I was like, yo, like, why haven't I been put on to him before? You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. I've heard of him. I had. Like, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I was just like, he's definitely somebody I probably would have been rocking with a long time ago just because of what he's pushing. Like, the, yeah. the you know, he, he definitely has that substance. So much that's substance. missing right now, and it's like I get you know we going with the wave right now with this quote unquote mumble rap. I hate calling it that, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like it's a breath of fresh air with him, Cole, Kendrick, yeah. everything, and he definitely gives me you know he definitely gives me Kanye and Lupe yeah. vibes. Yeah, yeah, and that's I crazy. Love that. You can you can hear the influence because obviously Chicago, right? Definitely. Um, and <laughs> I don't know why. I, all right, you can judge me for this. I have a problem. I think like. When artists come out that are from the same place or mm. remind me of each other, mm-hmm. I always just choose one and then just don't fuck with the other one. Nah. So let me take you back to how I used to do this. So like when Jeezy and Rick Ross were kind of like beefing, right? right? Remember when like Ross first came on the scene and him and Jeezy kind of had some tension? Yeah. Um, I was already a Jeezy fan. Okay. Like Jeezy was that dude. Like he was on fire at the time. I was living in Atlanta at the time or well, Alabama, but I spent a lot of time in Atlanta. Mm. So I was just... Locked in, Jeezy, 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 Jeezy's hard, whatever. So when that beef, quote unquote, like started, I was already on Jeezy's side. I was like, fuck Rick Ross. I'm not listening to Rick Ross. (laughs) And even when like Hustlin', remember the Hustlin' remix with Jeezy and and Jay-Z on it? Mm -hmm. Um, I never liked, I was never really a Ross fan. Mm -hmm. I just started becoming a Ross fan like recently. But I wasn't really a Ross fan like back then. Mm -hmm. And 
I just because I was like I'm a Jeezy fan, so I'm not fucking with Ross. Like right. I just I, that's just how I am. Like once I choose the opposite, I just don't fuck with the other right. side. I gotta change you that. Said. I gotta change that because with Vic Mensa and, and Chance the Rapper, that's how I am. I'm like, oh no, I love Vince, Vic Mensa. I'm not really. I can they do without Chance. Together though, like you I know. Can't do that. I chose Vic. <laughs> Vic is harder than me. Like that. Uh, I just like I like the style of rap that Vic does. Um, and that's another to thing more. too. It's two different styles, so yeah. you can't really compare them like that. Yeah, I, and I, I know, like I see people in the streets, or people will tell me, people will text me, say like, "Man, why you don't like Chance?" And it's not that I don't like Chance. Mm-hmm. It's just not my kind of rapper. Right. He's just Your not my preference. kind of rapper. Yeah, he's not my kind of rapper. He d- he does make good music. I love him as a feature. I always say that mm. Chance the rapper as a feature, you don't get a solid verse. Oh, for sure. But like his original songs. They don't always do it for me. There are mm-hmm. some that I love and some that I, you know, can pass on. But mm-hmm. they don't. Typically, they don't do it for me because it's too much singing. It's too pot. It's mm-hmm. too happy. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I need I need some uh, some struggle in my rap. Speaking of the struggle, like the autobiography from Vic Mensa, he kind of starts out with the struggle and like keeps that same vibe the entire album. Yes. Like the song "Say I Didn't," where he's just discussing like the people that he held down. Mm-hmm. You know, even on his way up when he didn't really have it, but the people he was holding down and he kind of is like telling them, like, say I didn't say like, say I didn't hold you down Do back then and you. I didn't tell you I was going to get to where I am. Exactly. Now. You know, what I mean, like he's kind of calling all these people out. Yeah. Um, memories on 47th Street is That's just a vibe. Person. Like, I, I don't I love vulnerable rappers like yeah. that is my shit. Like a rapper. This is why I like Joe Budden is one of my favorite artists. Like. Yeah. Rappers that could really just unravel themselves and just, like, you can tell that they just sat down, pen and pad, like, I'm just going to tell my story. Yep. You know, and, and that's what you get out of this album. I don't want to run down, like, every track, but mm. I did love Memories on 47th. Uh, love, he got a Weezer feature, which is pretty hard. That shit, yo. Home record, home record, Fire. home record, and the, gorgeous both. Those are my two favorites, <laughs> honestly. Like, like gorgeous Man. and home record, and memories on you know forty uh, seventh all vibe like this. The other tracks vibe too, but what really got me with gorgeous was that bass. When that bass hit, that beat is produced by fifteen hundred or not fifteen hundred fifteen hundred or nothing Coast. and no ID. Like they did their thing on Gorgeous, and then yeah. in regards to Home Wrecker, like that really got me because I'm like, yo, he legit saying she a Home Wrecker. Like when I saw the title, I was like, Home Wrecker. Like, oh, he's talking about somebody. Like he about to, <laughs> you know, he breaking up somebody's, you know, uh, relationship. relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like Shorty legit wrecking the house, you know, yeah. on the song. Like I'm like, come on, man, why haven't I been put on a Vic before this? <laughs> Vic, Vic did his damn thing he on this did. on this album, Heaven on Earth. Those okay. That was a good one too. That's Green. that's that's one of the most the best written songs of the year. Yeah. Heaven on Earth, you know, it's yeah. three different verses. First verse comes from the standpoint of his um brother in heaven. Oh no, from him actually mm-hmm. talking to his brother in heaven. Second verse kind of is his brother talking to him. Mm-hmm. Um and then the third verse I believe is from the standpoint of the guy that of killed the guy his brother, killed right? Him, the murderer. That's that's some that's that that's some crazy. shit right there. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of uh you listen to Joe Budden too, right? Mm-hmm. You ever heard Moon Music? I think it's on Moon Music 2. Um, Three Sides to a Story? Yes. Oh, that's actually on one. No, two. That's on two. That's on two. Three Sides yeah. to a Story where he, like, talks. I don't want to get too deep into it, but he's talking about, like, um, this home where the son goes to jail and he wants to protect his sister because mm-hmm. the stepdaddy is uh, raping his sister and then he's in jail so he can't do anything about it. Then he comes home from jail. I'm not going to spoil the story from you, but he comes home from jail and him and the stepdad kind of get into it. Get into it, yeah. 
that like to this day that was one of the most well written songs to yeah. me that I know a lot of people haven't heard because pe- people have some feelings about Joe Budden but the nigga can rap his ass <laughs> off um, and this song reminded me a lot of a lot of that record and like how he just tied it all together was just that too brilliant. but it was also kind of reminiscent of like of how he like uh, I guess like the delivery of it um, mm-hmm. of Eminem Stan yeah you know what I'm saying like yeah. how he's little like it literally opens up like him penning to you know, like instead of you know the rapper, he's penning to his brother. You know what right. I'm saying? Or he's talking to his brother. Right. So it kind of gave me some stand vibes too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. This heaven, this heaven on earth is a good one. This man knows, like this 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 young artist man, he knows what it means to be a rapper. Yes. And and that's that's what all I ask for. Like I know a lot of times I'm like ranting about this new wave of rap and this <laughs> and that, and I'm always just trying to big up the artists that are really putting on for rap and hip hop and not. Letting the artistry die, you know. But he even says that too. Big Mensa's, the J. Cole's, the Kendrick's, like them, you know. But he even said that too. Like, so I heard I'm I'm signed up with Spotify, and they have a new series and everything like that that they got going. And he was basically saying on that um, little snippet, like he agrees too. Like, what's going on right now deserves its own genre. He's like, this should be a sub genre of hip hop. He's like, what I'm doing. What like this latest project? My new project is rap, is hip hop. Yeah. He was like, but this stuff right now that needs to have its own, and I completely yeah. agree. He I knows. completely agree. I completely agree. It should be a different genre, and that's my problem: is that the people that control the narrative of what is and isn't hip hop, yeah, um, are people that aren't really familiar with what exactly is and isn't hip hop. Yep. Like they're just they're people in behind the desk. Excuse me. That just kind of like just generalize. Just generalizing. Yep. And they don't understand like rap and what these other niggas is doing mm-hmm. it's <laughs> two same. different things exactly you can't sit here and call vic mensa j cole kendrick a rapper mm-hmm. and then come over here and call uzi yachty yachty uh pumps you know what i'm saying 21 savage like those aren't rappers <laughs> like it's yeah. completely different but they types. even say it themselves and i'm just waiting on someone to actually create the category like Uzi considers himself a rock star. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I wouldn't say he's a rock star. Yeah. It's definitely a mixture between some rock, you know what I'm saying? And like maybe because he's rapping. So that's why people are generalizing it um, as rap and hip hop. But I agree. Like I'm ready for a subgenre to just be created because yeah. I'm, I can't. Yeah. It's not the same. It's hard to explain to people that like, could you imagine if like an alien came down to earth and was just like, What's hip hop? Yeah. And somebody presents. <laughs> and you, you got to choose from today. Yeah. And could you imagine if you had no control over it and somebody was just like, uh, and they gave him the little Yachty, Yachty. Teenage Emotions album? Yeah. And you're like, no. Nah. <laughs> no. Take that back. <laughs> like, in order to describe what it is, you really have to include all these different types. And it's going to yeah. be, it's going to range somewhere from Lil Yachty to Jay Z. And right. those two things are not the same. No. Nah. So it's like, you can't just give one and say, this is hip hop in its entirety. It has to be. You know, a fair assessment and fair judgment, you know, along the entire uh, spectrum. Agreed. Because you know that's mean? exactly what it is. It's a rainbow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, it's, like I suggest y'all like if you haven't heard this album yet. Y'all wake, definitely got to stream it. Wake up. Yeah. Listen to this. If like listeners, high 16 listeners, I know that you guys will enjoy this album. Indeed. This album is something else. Uh, you got a bonus track, which is actually from the EP that came before the album uh, called OMG with Pusha yes. T. Where they both are just, as the kids say, in their bag. <laughs> as the kids say. <laughs> uh, just both just rapping their asses yeah, off. No, so like, fire. like definitely check out that Vic Mensa. Uh, what else you got for me? What else happened this week? What we got? What we got? What we got? Let's see. Let's so, see. So, 
Want to go to Rick Ross? I was just about to say, Rick said some crazy stuff. You you have the quotes in front of you? <sighs> I got to I got to pull it up. But he basically was coming at female rappers, basically saying the only reason why he doesn't have females on his label is cuz he fears he'll end up sleeping with them or they'll, you know, want to sleep with him or whatever the case and it'll just ruin their relationship in the business. And a lot of people clearly obviously weren't feeling that. And yeah. I agree. I'm like, why do we have to assume that just because I'm, you know, working with a male artist or a male producer that I'm sleeping with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even me as a talent publicity manager, like, people already assuming, like, the I'm sleeping with artists or I'm sleeping, yeah. you know, my artists or whoever. And it's like, I can't legit just do business with them and have a strictly platonic business relationship with them. Right. So he caught a lot of flack for that. As as you know, as expected. As you, I mean, yeah. in 2017, people co- catch a lot of flack for everything now. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Oh, a little bit. Be careful now. I'm not defending him. I'm gonna because I didn't hear the exact comments. I have one line where he said he would end up fucking a female rapper and fucking the business up. Is that all he said? Is that the pretty much like that was the punch? So I well before I play devil's advocate, the first thing I want to say is, first off, bro, you like. You can't just say you will end up fucking her. Like, 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 it's, how do I say it? It comes across as if he's like expecting her exactly. to even want to fuck with him. Yep. That, and I think that's where the, the issue actually lies. Now, if he said that, now if he were to say, I would end up wanting to fuck her, and that could be difficult from a business standpoint, I was going to say, as a um, devil's advocate statement to be like, well, I mean, that's just him admitting like he can't work with women right. because he is not strong enough to work with women right. without wanting to fuck with them. Exactly. But for the, for the, so I'm not going to play devil's advocate because now I know exactly what he I was said. Like, yeah. Uh, so, yes, it kind of just feeds into the idea of this whole rape culture thing, mm-hmm. right? Where he's like basically saying that he will fuck any woman that he hires. And right. it's like, nigga, no, you won't. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like, just because you, just because you are the label owner or, you know, you're the quote-unquote boss, boss, no pun yeah. intended, like, any woman that steps into that office does not owe you any sex. Not at all. In any way. So, to even say something like that is insensitive and, and stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you... Like, at the end of the day, to not hire a woman or to not say I won't hire a female artist or a female employee, whatever, is stupid. Like, women are the smartest and the well, best partners you can have. Nowadays, to piggyback in, in off that, he he came back <laughs> and he you know tried to he he basically he apologized. I'll yeah, just say that. I have his apology in front of me. He did apologize, and it makes sense because I legit said the same thing. It's like women, you know, have that you know that extra intellect, that extra business intellect, despite you know popular belief of emotions getting in the way, you know, to take your business higher, and it's like. Honestly, that's why he has his sister and his mother running his company. Yeah. Like, let's be yeah. honest. So, you know, he definitely... I wouldn't trust some nigga to run my company for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, I'd much <laughs> rather put anything in the hands of a woman Agreed. than a homie, quote unquote, because niggas turn fake all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? From Look my experience, it. women are going to stay loyal. Listen. For the most part, especially when die. it comes to, like, business or, or or something like that. So For sure. Yeah, like, eh, my nigga's just stupid. Yeah. He knew um, what he said was insensitive. Now, I mean, he, so a lot of people I've been seeing have kind of like trying to bring up the whole like 
This ain't the first time he's like promoted the rape culture thing. You know, remember the the oh, lyric he had. Oh, pepper my wing. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. When he said, um, "Drop the Molly in her drink," and she yeah. didn't even know it. Like after that, you would think he would have known. Like, didn't he lose like a Reebok sponsorship yes, from that? They dropped him. Yeah. So like, because he's promoting some crazy ass shit. Yeah, yeah. You gotta chill, bro. Like you gotta chill. You gotta chill. It, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it alone. Yeah, you gotta chill. <laughs> um, on the same, I guess, in the same vein, R. Kelly finally spoke out and um, had a show. <laughs> yeah, he did have a show. He had a show. Um, he called the claims a bunch of crap. Uh, uh in addition to denying the allegations, um, he revealed that he's still putting on his upcoming the after party tour, mm-hmm. just hitting the East Coast soon. Number one, I didn't even know he was on tour. I did, however, see I saw a billboard actually downtown. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be performing at Staples Center for some like R&B something event later this year. And I'm really anxious to know whether people are still going to go. Like, according to this article I'm looking at on Hip Hop DXO, it looks like the accusations haven't impacted his ability to sell tickets. Um, the tour is still going. Um, his show coming up in, in August in Detroit is pretty much sold out. Um, he's still got to go to College Park, Virginia Beach, and Baltimore. But, uh, yeah, like. It looks like it helped him. Business is still <laughs> business is still booming. I know there's a petition going around. If you guys want to sign the petition to get him dropped from Sony Records, there's a petition going on around for that. To be completely honest, like let's just say this petition had value and it made him get dropped. It wouldn't really matter. No. He's established so much he's been so in the game so long that at this point his fan base is solidified. Exactly. He doesn't need a label at this point. So that wouldn't really do and much of anything. I'm, I'll add to like, which is why his shows are clearly still selling out. For whatever reason, women are still smitten over this man. You I know what I'm saying? I don't know. I didn't it's know older, women ever were. I, <laughs> I didn't know women like I'm, I'm not, Kelly like I'm that. I'm not saying me, but oh, yeah, because you told me the kind of niggas you like. Should I put you on blast so you think it's cute? <laughs> do you do you want the piss the people to know this? I don't think they should. His birthday's today. It's, that's a clue. Whoa, only you would know that. No, because he's all over my timeline. <laughs> he's all over your timeline, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Yeah. Anyways. Lose so, let's, yeah, let's, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's jump off that. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, I was basically saying, so, like, I think women are still smitten over him. It's, like, it's kind of, like, I don't want to say it's a fetish type of thing, but it kind of is. Like, if you think about, like, you hear, like, somebody who you, you know, you grew up listening to and you thought was sexy all your life, and then you hear, like, he got, like, all these women, like, pleasing him, and it's like, yo, like, why can't I be one of those girls? I feel like there are women out there like that. Like, I think, you know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of, the whole thing is just weird. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's the same thing with the like we talked about Chris Brown a little bit last week about how yeah. for some reason they're not yeah he's not gonna like, lose his fan base no one of, cares like, anymore yeah. that he beat Rihanna yeah. like no one cares yeah. and I don't know why I've always wondered why but I, like for some reason we give I don't know I guess we just we draw these lines in the sand for different artists and that line very like goes to different places depending on the artist right you know what I mean like for some people that that leash is very short for others it's very long so it's really one of those things where people just kind of like you have to do something very distic- despicable which yeah. it's crazy that beating another woman is not Isn't despicable classified. enough but there's something mm-hmm. 
there's a level that I think you have to get to for people to be like, all right, we not that's it. Like, yeah. we're all just done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, R. Kelly's still booming. If you want to see him, look him up. Look up his tickets and, uh, yeah, go check him <laughs> out. I probably wouldn't go. Uh, like, that's not my kind of show. I would love, like, no, nah, the time to see R. Kelly live is past to me. Like, I'm not seeing R. Kelly live yeah. in 2017. Um, what else we got? What else we got? There's really not that much going there, on. Yeah, there's rumors. Def Comedy Jam is coming back. Yes. HBO. Russell Simmons is bringing it back. I'm excited about that. Super. I, I hope it's still in LA. I don't. I don't know if it's still going to be in Los Angeles. I remember they had like a they had a brief def, def comedy like thing a couple yeah, years back, like ten years ago or something, or maybe a little less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was here in LA. I hope that this is filmed here in LA okay. again. I think it is because I know he's. I know Russell Simmons he's is based in here. LA yeah. with all Def Digital. So yeah. um, hopefully they bring it back and it is based in Los Angeles because I would love to check out Def Comedy Jam. Um, the Kendrick Rihanna loyalty video, you get a chance to check that out? I didn't. Me I saw clips of it. <laughs> I haven't like been able to sit down and just watch the whole thing. Yeah. But from the clips, it looks fire as hell. As always, Kendrick's visuals are A1. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That TDE really can't lose. TDE does a good job. They know. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Definitely. Um, I think that's all I really have for headlines. There's not really much this week. It was kind of a quiet week, which is yeah. cool. Um, so we can kind of, you know, get our get our wind beneath us and, like, get caught up in everything. I know last week we forgot to do You Ever Heard Of. We did. I'm sorry about that, y'all. Sorry. Uh, but we are back this week. Yes. I have one this week. <laughs> I don't know if you do, but I do. <laughs> I, ha- I have two You Ever Heard Of's, actually, oh, okay. just to double up for you guys. Um, and so I'll go first while you're still thinking of <laughs> yours. Uh, and if you don't have any, then I have one for each of us. How All about right, that? Cool. Uh, I, this young man, I actually suggested, uh, maybe about 10, 15 episodes ago. Um, he goes by the name of Ye Ali. Have you heard of him before? Yes. Ye yeah, Ali is fire. Yeah. That first, that, that, um, I Trap like House Jodeci. Okay. fire. So this is his newest project. Seven songs it's called Passion and Patience. Uh, he has a song with Eric Bellinger called Big Body Bins, which is like the one that people really know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he has this project called Passion and Patience, which released a couple, about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, not that long ago. Or actually, yeah, I think it was like two weeks ago, actually. Maybe something like that. Uh, but yeah, Passion and Patience, Yeah Ali, vibe music, you know, R&B, soul, like Party Next Door-ish okay. kind of vibes. And then I also want to suggest this. Now, this guy's a little bit more popular. His name is Zoe Dallas. Hey. Uh, he signed to Epic Records, I believe. Yes. There was, like, rumors where he was supposed to be, like, MMG for a little bit or whatever, but he signed to Epic. Um, he's under free bands. He's on free bands? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Zoe Dallas, I really like this dude. He can rap. He's from Miami, right? Mm-hmm. From Miami. Um, the main reason I really want to just big him up is because I had a chance to meet him in Atlanta during A3C last October. And he couldn't be more humble and mm-hmm. and nice and just a just a down to earth dude, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, shout out to Zoe Dollars and every like I always root for people that can rap and that are nice people. So yeah, he can rap and he's a good person. And he just I, dropped his um, yeah, just dropped his uh, EP. Yes, oh, uh, they, they're calling it an album, but it's only seven tracks. Yeah, um, I I can't pronounce Matt it Boulay. because yeah, Matt Boulay. Because it's, it's Haitian, right? Yes, it's yeah. Haitian. <laughs> so, Shout out to all the Zoes out there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, fire. This dude's nice. Got a song with Casey yes. Veggies. Uh, track with Chris Brown posting the lead is fire. Fire. Um, and Bad Tings with Future and Tory Lanez also favorite. fire as yeah. well. 
so if you haven't heard of Zoe Dallas, like you need to listen to Zoe Dallas. And I, you know, you know what? I'm going to judge myself a little bit because I was just talking to you um, about how I don't really like, like I'm not really a Meek Mill fan because he just yelled too much. Zoe Dallas kind of yells a lot too, but 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 I like Zoe Dallas. Remember oh, how but earlier, you like Zoe, remember, but you don't like Meek. Okay. Remember how earlier I said like I pick and choose? Yes, you did. Yeah, I, I like Zoe Dallas She'll though. Something about Zoe Dallas I like. Um, and plus, when he he went to I think it was Funk Flex or LA Leakers, he had a freestyle recently on one radio show. He was just he was ripping. So yeah. So respect Zoe Dallas and Ye Ali are my two you ever heard of. You got anybody? I got for you. the people this week. So I'm gonna actually shout out another Florida native. His he goes by the name of Ivy or Ivy Sound. He's from Fort Lauderdale and he's um you know emerged onto the scene as well. Mm-hmm. He has a track called Energy. So I'll make sure. I, we put that in the playlist for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's doing his thing right now. Um, I actually met him at um, Revolt Music Conference last year. And okay. he was doing his thing. He do, He's starting to get into production now as well. Um, he has a lot of nice visuals and stuff like that. So you guys can catch him out on YouTube and stuff like that. He goes by the name of Ivy, Ivy Sound. Um, on uh, Ivy, he goes by on Spotify. And you Bad. can find his IG on Ivy Sound. Bad. But yeah, Bad. he's doing some things too. Okay. Is that it? It's you only got nice. one? I mean, you don't have to do two. I just want, I, you know, I just want to know. You, you trying to show me yet? No, nah, you good. You good. She only got one this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, she'll make up for last week another day. Another day. Another I got day. you. I'm gonna do three next week. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, bet, bet. Thanks again for everybody for being patient with us and uh, really just holding us down. Um, we've been having some meetings about just trying to grow the show to another level, and it's about to get there. It's about to get there. So stick tuned. Yes. Stay, stay tuned. Um, it's funny we did two like. Um, Florida artist for you ever heard of? Yeah. Like, there's been a lot of Florida vibes around me. For sure. Um, there's another person in the building you guys haven't met yet, but you will very soon. Yes. By the name of Beulah, right? Am I saying your name right? Beulah, also from Florida. She's from Orlando. Um, you guys will be hearing more about her in the future. Um, just, you know, she's part of the High 16 squad as well, just helping mm-hmm. us out, trying to help us get to the next level. Um, so we appreciate everybody's support out there. Um, email us just like she emailed us. You can email us at high16show at gmail.com. If you're in the L.A. area, you want to help out, you want to be a part of the movement, um, if you're into hip-hop or if you just want to talk or you got a question, whatever, send that over to us at high16show at gmail.com. Um, I, oh, I want to shout out. I want to shout out. So, State Line Media is the production company that kind of that runs this show. There is another podcast on State Line Media that I have to give a big out, big shout out, shout out to, and that is Ninety Nine Dates, Ninety Nine Dates podcast. It is a, uh, well, I'll just say the the, the <laughs> tagline for you: Ninety Nine Dates podcast, the podcast your girlfriend shouldn't hear. Nope. Um, have you did you did you listen to an episode yet? I heard like the beginning of one. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, if you guys like Dollar Bill, who's been on some past episodes with me, um, then he is he actually hosts Ninety Nine Dates along with the other homie L Tuck, and they just kind of talk about dating and their you know being early thirty year old well thirty year olds now um, in the dating scene and just what it's like for a young single man in L A man or just in the world really. Um, and the stories that have led them to the point where they are now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely check that podcast out. It's called 99 Dates Podcast. If you can't find it, you could also just search State Line Media and it'll show their show as well as our show in the search for you. Um, that's on all platforms as well. So shout out to them doing big things. Um, and I think there's some other shows coming in the pipeline. So yeah, stay, stick, tuned. stay tuned. Thanks for rocking with us. Anybody want to shout out before we get out of here? This is like a quick show, quick ab- abridged show this week because it was a really quiet week. I'm sure next week will probably be. Sorry, we got y'all. Yeah, definitely next week. Anybody you want to highlight, though? Let's see. Who should we? I'm going to give shout-outs 
for all my baby daddies. I'm just playing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, whoa, I didn't even know this. I'm just well, learning this with y'all. I got kids tucked in the, you know, <laughs> the cabinets now. No, 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 no. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Jay, honestly, because um, this movement that we got going, like, he definitely got a lot on the table, on his plate. And for him to just keep pushing the way he is with the podcast, <laughs> with the media company, knowing there's so many, so many more avenues that we're about to touch. And we can't wait for you guys to really just check out. I definitely want to give a shout out to Jay. Oh, and I also want to give a shout that. out to our listeners. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Because we wouldn't really be here. I wouldn't be here thanks to you and the listeners. Yeah. So I definitely want to give a shout out to everybody. Keep Stay rocking with us. We appreciate the love. And like we just say, we just make sure you guys stay subscribed and keep giving us those reviews. Keep giving us comments, letting us know what you think and what you want to hear. And like we said, we got a lot more things that we about to roll out within the next couple of months. Definitely. So and keep sending the music too. Yeah. We definitely want to hear from y'all. You know, not even if it's you know comments. Send us the music. We want to. No doubt. We want to see what y'all on. No doubt, no doubt. And you also want to give a happy birthday to your baby daddy. Oh my god. Little Uzi Vert. You know what? Anybody else that has a crush on Lil Uzi, like hit up Ariella or hit up Hot Sixteen Podcast. Let us know who you are. I want to see these women. I want to know who these. I want to know who these women are that that find Lil Uzi attractive. I think he's a little cutie. (laughs) He's he's adorable. Adorable, like like not little brother. Remember remember those toys, Furbies. Remember Fur? You know you remember the Furby. I'm not gonna call him no (laughs) Furby. That's like but a those, gremlin. But those were like ugly cute. Remember no, those? they weren't. Yes, they were. They were not with them big ass eyes <laughs> blinking on crazy. He reminds me of a Furby. He is not a Furby. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. <gasps> uh, we out. We'll catch y'all next week for track number 58. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. See y'all. Yeah.